Welcome to the Tech Bytes portion of our Day 2 Cloud episode. And our guest is Ali Walowski, whose title is roughly Cloud Goddess at Riverbed, and also Jack Sweeney, Major Account Manager. And we are here to discuss a customer story. We like these kind of stories on Day 2 Cloud because it's it's where the rubber meets the road. It's real things uh, going on. And uh, today's real things going on, a tale of latency and its impact on network performance when moving applications to the cloud Ali, welcome to our Tech Bytes portion of the show. And let's jump right into it, Ali. Tell us a bit about this customer project. They're moving an app to the cloud and things were happening. Set it up for us. Yeah, I mean, hey, we all know networks are under duress, right? As companies are moving their employees from a traditional environment to a work from home model, right? So, I mean, that's not going to change. Um, you know, companies have realized that they can be successful at working from anywhere at this point. You know, I mean, if you look at Microsoft, Microsoft has stated that 50% of their workforce is going to be on a permanent work from home basis. You know, Twitter has has stated that they can work from home forever, right? <laughs> Google, yep. summer 2021. I mean, just the, the list goes on and on. And so companies are trying to figure out how can they make themselves successful, right? So the networks are being taxed at this point. So companies are coming to us looking for solutions. They're trying to move into the cloud faster than they really want to at this point. And you know, so we are we're out there talking to our customers about that move to the cloud. And I've actually got Jack on who wants to talk about um, one of his customers. And you know, they came to him and said, "Hey, you know, we have to move to the cloud fast. We're having and we're having issues. What can you do to help us, Riverbed?" So Jack, do you want to take it away? Yeah, sure. Thanks for. Uh... Thanks for the intro. So uh, this customer is a large pharmaceutical, global pharmaceutical company. They were looking to move a um, homegrown app into the cloud that's used by their sales teams, uh, as well as their executives to monitor the business. So it's a very critical app. Uh, they wanted to make sure that the performance for the end user and the executives uh, was going to be the same once they moved into the cloud uh, as it is when it was in their data center. Uh, so we deployed a cloud steelhead, uh, a one gig cloud steelhead into uh, their cloud instance in Frankfurt. Uh, and then they performed end user application testing across six global sites. They, we did three or four different tests over the course of the, uh, the performance uh, evaluation. And ultimately the uh, end user experience improved around 40% without any changes on the application side. Hmm. Uh, we also saw an average 88% reduction in bandwidth, as well as uh, cloud egress charges dropped about 60%. So they were, uh, on top of that, the overall application application performance, which is really what they were looking to uh, to monitor, improved greatly. Like I said, it was around 40%. So with that information, they made the recommendation to deploy that application into the cloud, and they've since done that successfully. Uh, and that really triggered um, a massive push to the cloud uh, really as a result of the COVID. This really wasn't something they were moving aggressively towards uh, in February. It was just this one application. Now they have plans to be 80% in the cloud over the next five years. So, uh, you know, I think we we were able to show them that uh, uh, that our cloud steelhead product uh, coupled with, you know, on-prem steelhead as well as our SaaS accelerator products uh, can really help drive performance in the cloud uh, for their end users. Now, this the application that you're talking about, it was running in their data centers before they attempted this migration, correct? Correct. Yep. Yeah. And it was running successfully. They had no, uh, you know, no issues with the performance at all. Right. But it sounds like the, the client base that was accessing that app was distributed across the globe because you mentioned a whole bunch of sites. Was the improvements they were seeing 
after they moved it to the cloud over the performance that they were seeing when it was still sitting on-prem? No, they had moved to the cloud and were having performance issues uh, okay. when they moved it. There. So they, right. they came to us and said, we're getting complaints. Um, you know, and we're seeing this across a lot of customers, at least across my customer base, where even large enterprises are moving to the cloud without doing any type of migration assessments. And then they're dealing with sort of the consequences of those, um, of not doing those assessments. Right. And that's, yeah, and that's, and that's the issue we're having, right, is, is, and we're actually talking to Microsoft a lot about this. So Microsoft is one of our top partners that we're working with. And, you know, as they're, as they're working with customers that are migrating to the clouds, they're having a, a lot of, a lot of stop deployments because customers starting to move the applications to the cloud and then they're finding out that there's there's issues because they've got they've got customers or their customers right distributed all around the world and they're having performance issues and people don't want to you know don't want to use these applications so they're coming to us and saying hey can you help us you know we can't get 0365 deployed to this customer you know we can't get this application moved up into azure the customer has stopped it because you know they're having they're having issues and we know it's not our product we know it's the network what can you do riverbed to help us with this so you know we go in with our professional services and you know do a network assessment for them and show the customer that hey look here are the issues that you're having with your network and here's how we can solve it for you Oh, I, I always cringe when I hear it. It's, it's, we know it's the network. It's like, well, you move the app super far away and physics is a thing, you know? Yeah, so, <laughs> a little bit. So let's, yeah. I, I wanted to actually drill into that because physics is a thing. You, mm-hmm. you do, That's exactly what happens. That, that right. network latency kicks in. So, uh, like Jack, you were mentioning steelheads. So for people that aren't in the riverbed world, you, you've got this pair of steelheads on either end of the connection that is somehow making the application faster. You know, in a nutshell, what's actually going on there? Well, it's it's basically uh, caching, right? It's 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 not replicating data that's already uh, local to the machine, and that's able to, you know, that helps with the bandwidth. When we get into the, the bits and the bytes, and this is, I'm sure, what you want. Honestly, that's not me. That's that's going to provide that information. Uh, <laughs> but, but 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 I mean, in summary, this ties into another point you had made earlier about cloud egress charges being reduced. I think you said sixty percent. So because there's caching going on, that means there's a lot less data that's going across the wire now. Yeah, correct. That's absolutely correct. Yep. Right, especially for some of these in-house build applications, they were built in an era where the client-server communication could be very chatty because there was yep. no penalty for it being extremely chatty. Like it was just next door. It's not, that's not a big deal. So is the caching alleviating some of that chattiness by holding the answers closer to the client? So if it asks for the same thing again, it just gets an immediate response as opposed to waiting for the remote app? Correct, yeah. And we do a lot of d- data replication using Steelhead um, across data centers. Uh, we have one customer that wasn't able to get through their entire data replication overnight and it was causing mm-hmm. a problem because they were coming in the next day and it was still running using steelheads and pretty bulky steelheads, we were able to get that down to about three hours to replicate their entire data store. So, you know, it's a, and it's really like, like I said, around the caching, right? If, if nothing has changed in a file on one side, it's not going to send that file again. Mm -hmm. And that sounds very basic, but it's, (laughs) it's pretty powerful. And there's no difference to what we're doing in data set of replication than what we're doing in cloud. It's the same. There's a, there's a steelhead either virtual or client or, physical on each end uh, and we're you know providing the most efficient uh, transfer of that data right for both the performance and for uh, data reduction 
Now, the application, so part of this is WAN optimization technology, and there's been some criticism broadly out there in the industry. Ah, you don't really need it anymore. Oh, there's encrypted data streams, so who cares? But it, it, this performance testing that you guys have done, you're proving that that's not necessarily the case anymore. I mean, maybe there is some app dependency, but there's still performance gains to be had with, uh, with modern applications and data streams. For sure, because bandwidth... And, and we see this a lot in customers as well, where bandwidth is now cheap, right? And that was one reason why steelheads were, were so important years ago when, um, when bandwidth was, was quite expensive. Bandwidth is cheap, so they say, we'll just throw more bandwidth at it. That doesn't solve a latency problem, though, right? So latency is really what causes application performance degradation. Making sure that latency is improved it really helps with the user performance. Right, yeah, but the physics, uh, laws of physics, we can't really get around those, at least not yet. Quantum will fix that. I, I, it's what I keep hearing, but That's right. it's almost 10 years away <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I, I thought another interesting thing that you picked out was they didn't have to redo the app in any way. Even though this was a custom in-house app, I'm sure they have developers that can improve the performance of the app. But even without doing that, they, they didn't change anything about how the app functioned when they migrated it, correct? That's correct. Yep. They didn't change it at all. Uh, we saw, like I said, 40% uh, application improvement. Okay. Now, typically when organizations, especially large organizations, make that move to the cloud. They'll set up uh, express route to Azure or, or some sort of direct connection instead of going over an SSL VPN. Is there still a need for something like the Riverbed Steelhead when you have an express route in place or does that solve the issue? Yeah, you need to have a steelhead at each, and this might not answer your question, so if it doesn't, I apologize, but you need to have some a steelhead client, a steelhead server side, no matter what, right? So we have steelhead mobile, right? Everyone has gone sort of home, you know, and is working remotely. Yeah. Typically you'd have, you know, a steelhead at the branch office and a steelhead in the cloud or at the data center. People are now remote, right? And so we have a client that goes on their laptop that serves as the client side steelhead. And that's what's really connecting up with, it's through a VPN mm. back to the data center or not. Right. I think that sort of answers my question a little bit, because even if you had that express route going back to your main office, that's not going to help all the remote employees. They're not wired into that. So how does that mobile client work in concert with the steelhead that's sitting up in Azure? It's the, like I said, it's a client side steelhead, right? So instead of, if you had a steelhead in, um, and again, we're probably getting above my pay grade here, but <laughs> if you had a steelhead in the, you know, at the VPN side in the data center and you were having employees connect over VPN to the data center. And that's, and then that, then going to the cloud, that traffic would be optimized from the cloud back to that data center steelhead. But mm -hmm. from the data center steelhead back over the VPN would not be, right? So you'd be introducing latency there. When you put the client as close as you can to the end user, which is on their laptop, uh, you're getting that optimization from the client side all the way up to the cloud, whether they're going through the VPN data center or directly. So if the typical connection, right, is bookended by steelheads, one in your headquarters office, one up in the cloud, we're doing the same kind of architecture, except that the bookends are the steelhead mobile client sitting on their laptop talking to the remote steelhead that's up in the cloud. And then exactly. we get the same, yeah, so the same functionality that way. Okay, got exactly. it. Okay, so this whole solution then, if I'm an existing Riverbed customer, do, do, do I have this? Is there like an add-on kind of thing I would need to get to be able to run Steelhead up in Azure? Yeah, we have a cloud Steelhead that would, uh, that would sit up in the cloud, preferably as close to the uh, cloud instance as possible. And then either a, a Steelhead at the branch location or data center 
for employees that are on campus or uh, what we, you know, a client accelerator uh, that would sit on the on the client. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, if I'll just take that and, and answer that as well. I mean, if you're an existing Riverbed customer, right, it's, it, it really makes sense to have a conversation with us because, you know, we can do a, a mix and match type of scenario depending on what your environment looks like, right? Because not everything is moving up into the cloud. So you still may need some hardware pieces for your data center, but then yet you may want to have some cloud steelheads. You still may have some branch offices that are open. So you need some, you know, you need some branch steelheads and then you may have some clients that are working remotely. So you may need some client steelhead. So it's a it's a kind of mix and match scenario. So it makes sense, you know, to have a conversation with us and, and for us to look at your environment to see what makes sense for you as you're as you're migrating everything to the cloud. You'd mentioned uh, the assessment phase of things. How involved is that assessment phase and what would go into that from a client perspective if they do you know, consider if they're considering this migration to the cloud or moving a specific application, what does Riverbed do to get in there and do that assessment? Well, I mean, it can be as involved as you want it to be. So there's a couple different things that we can do, right? If you just want to migrate an application, say you have an SAP application that you want to migrate up into the cloud, we can come in and just do an application assessment right? And, and give you guys, give them a heads up on, hey, this is what you're going to face traffic wise if you move this application up into the, into the network, right? And do an assessment there. If you, wanted, if you want to do a full-blown network assessment, we can absolutely do that as well. So there's, mm -hmm. there's different kinds of assessments we can do based on what it is the customer is looking to do. So it can be anywhere from a week to three weeks. You know, just, it really just depends. It's very customizable depending on what you're looking to, looking to do. <laughs> oh, a week versus three weeks. Oh, the differences in what that assessment would turn up. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're actually, we do a lot of these with Microsoft now, right? And I, I mentioned that earlier um, because of, you know, because of the, 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 this whole 0365 move, right? Again, because people are working from home, um, it's really, it, it, it's really fast track customers getting to this whole O and M365 environment. Um, so Microsoft has been bringing us in to do, some of these assessments um, to help customers figure out what they need for their for their network. So it's been um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been it's been keeping me busy, which is why I now have the title of you know cloud goddess from my <laughs> you know my my real title you know <laughs> which is you know cloud director. <laughs> so so Ali, for folks that uh, that may maybe they don't know Riverbed all that well, or they just want to dig in more, would you direct them to a URL? I would. I would direct them to ourriverbed.com. Um, URL and they can they can read about our services right because when you when you look at cloud movements um, we can help you anything from SaaS to you know IaaS we can just pretty much move anything that you want up into the cloud and help you with that so yeah there's just a bunch of different um, right on our homepage you can read all about our cloud yep. offerings. Yep. And if you're a day two cloud listener, you can go to riverbed.com slash day two cloud, day the number two cloud. There'll be some resources for you there. And uh, you can figure out how to do one of those network assessments if you'd like to do that. If you're not overly knowledgeable about what's actually happening on the net, maybe you're the cloud person, but not the network person as such. I can promise you as someone who's a network person, you don't know what you don't know. And that uh, <laughs> might actually be worth your time. So thank you to Ali and Jack from Riverbed for joining us today. And thank you, Day2Cloud listener, for listening to this Tech Bite.